Hey guys, this is Chelsea Eithoven and you're listening to Vibrancy Radio. I spent the better part of two decades in pursuit of shrinking my body, but diet after diet, I still never felt enough. And I don't know about you, but the last word I would use to describe myself while on a diet is vibrant. After becoming a certified health and nutrition coach, I finally dropped the diets, learned to trust my body again, and rediscovered the vibrancy that was within me all along. And now I help women like you do the same. Vibrancy Radio is your new go-to resource for science-backed nutritional knowledge, major mindset shifts, and body image breakthroughs. So if you're ready to stop feeling so dang stressed about food all the time and start focusing on all the things that make you unique and vibrant, then welcome to the show. Hello, you beautiful souls, and welcome back to Vibrancy Radio. I'm so happy to be here today. This is quickly becoming my favorite thing to do. I look forward to recording my podcasts so much, so much so, in fact, that I feel like it's kind of replaced me going on Instagram stories, (laughs) which I definitely have to do both, but I got so wordy on Instagram stories, and it's not so much appreciated on Instagram stories, which is, you know, evident by the fact that they only let you record four frames at a time, which is so annoying, right? But anyways, now I have podcasts where I can just ramble for the first minute, and I enjoy listening to podcasts where people kind of ramble. Anyways, I'm so happy you're here. I hope that you are having a wonderful day, and today we are going to be talking about setting goals. So get you a cup of delicious tea or coffee or maybe even a glass of wine, and let's sit down and talk about goal setting, shall we? I have some turmeric tea right here with me. I don't know the brand because I actually took it out of the container and put it into a plastic, what's it called? The little, the containers, the airtight containers to make everything look uniform, you know, like the home edit type stuff. (laughs) I put it into one of those. So I don't know what brand it is, but I put, I actually also have a tea bag in here. I have a tea bag and some turmeric tea and a splash of almond milk. So I'm sipping on that today. But anyways, that's beside the point, right? So let's talk about goal setting. I love setting me some goals, but it wasn't until recently, and by recently, I mean the past couple years, that I realized how to actually set up goals for myself in a way that was setting me up for success. Because year after year after year and month after month after month, I would write down the same goals and they would never happen. And it was so frustrating, right? I would write down, lose weight, finally, finally do this. I can't think of any other examples right now, of course. Be able to do a pull-up, which by the way, that was a goal that I had that I still have not accomplished. I probably need to get back to that, but that's because I wasn't setting them in the correct way. I was just put writing the goal down and then doing something to move towards the goal for a few days and inevitably forgetting all about the goal. Later, finding it written down on some random sticky note or in a notebook and being like, oh yeah, definitely didn't accomplish that one because I forgot about it. (laughs) Or I would go about the same goal and I wasn't really focused on the right things. 
So let's go ahead and dive in and talk about how to set goals because I know going into 2021, this is one of the biggest times of the year that people actually set goals for themselves, right? Which to be honest, I think we should be setting goals for ourselves all throughout the year. There ain't nothing special about January 1st. Anything more special about January 1st than there is about any other day of the year other than like a slight bump in motivation, right? Because we feel like it's a new year. This is the year that we're going to finally blossom and become our best selves. Well, let me help you actually do that and not just set a goal and not get to it once again. Okay, so let's dive right into the process of setting goals. So we're going to start with the end result in mind. You certainly have some kind of future vision for what you want your future to look like. Who do you want to be in the future? Start with this. We're going to start with this and think about realistically in one year, what can you accomplish, right? And if you're thinking about a year or if you're putting a timeline on it, then you want to make sure you're being realistic. If you're trying to lose weight within a month, right? It would be very unrealistic to set a goal of losing 60 pounds in a month. (laughs) So we want to start with setting some realistic goals that are actually within the boundaries of reality. I'm all about dreaming big, but sometimes if our expectations are completely unrealistic, it's just going to set ourselves up for failure. So write down right now, two or three outcomes that you would be delighted if they came true, if they actually came to fruition. What are your goals for this year, for 2021? Or, I mean, for the next couple months, however you want to do this, right? A lot of people think about them like resolutions. So we start with the outcome. So I'm just going to, of course, use weight loss as an example, because a lot of people who are listening to this are interested in health and wellness. You may have weight loss as a goal. And so I'm going to, we're going to start with that. Okay. Now, most people, that's where they actually stop. But for me, this is just the beginning of the process. Why the heck would we stop here? It's not doing us any benefit to write down, this is the year that I'm going to lose 10 pounds (laughs) and then not create any kind of plan about how you're going to get to it, right? So this is where most people stop, right? They say that they're going to lose 30 pounds, but that is an outcome-based goal. Let's say you want to lose 30 pounds this year. We're going to use that as the example throughout this episode. So that's an outcome-based goal, right? That's looking at what the outcome is. And of course, there's nothing wrong with having that. We got to know what the outcome is going to be in order to figure out how to get there, right? But we can't stop there, Because it's going to take a long time to achieve that goal, right? Losing 30 pounds is going to take a really long time, likely. I mean, that could take you the whole year if you were doing it in a healthy way and you were doing it in a non-restrictive way, then let's say you're losing about half a pound a week. Well, that means that if you're trying to lose 30 pounds, (laughs) that's going to take you 60 weeks. So it's going to be a whole year to accomplish that if you're doing it in a strategic way. And some of you might turn this episode off here because yes, what I teach is not quick fixes. It's not losing 30 pounds in a month. It's losing 30 pounds in a year. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So if you're focusing on the end goal and that's where you keep your focus the entire time, it can feel like 
it is freaking forever. Here's how I like to compare it. Like I love analogies and comparing things. It's almost as if you're going to work <laughs> you're going to work on Monday morning and you sit down and your coworker asks you like, hey man, what are you looking forward to? And you're like, I am just looking forward to retirement. I can't freaking wait for retirement, man. And you're just sitting there and watching the clock count down to retirement. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine? But we don't do that, right? We break it into smaller pieces. We look forward to Friday, right? And having a little bit of a break. But if you are always constantly obsessing over your end result, that 30 pounds, it feels so far away every single time you step on the scale, right? It's going to feel so discouraging. You're going to be like, oh my gosh, my weight stayed the same. You're going to feel like it's not worth it, right? So this is what happens for a lot of people when we are doing, when we're looking at outcome-based goals. So it's too far off. So one of my first suggestions with making goals is to take these outcome-based goals and break them into baby goals, right? So if you're losing 30 pounds and that's what you want to do, First, you just have to focus on losing one pound. You have to start with the first pound, right? So you're going to focus on losing one pound, celebrate that, and repeat that 29 more times, right? We focus on the baby goals. Instead of looking forward to retirement, we're looking forward to Friday here, people, okay? Okay. <laughs> okay, so I feel like I got some sass today going on, but I mean, that's every day, right? So you're here with me. You get it. So focusing on one pound and doing one pound at a time is definitely a better step than focusing on that 30 pounds for sure, because you broke it up into baby goals. So that's your first thing. You wrote down your big goals. Now write down some baby goals. What is your first thing you're going to do to get to your step? What's your first outcome that you're going to notice? And the next thing you're going to do, now that you've got your baby goals written down, so breaking it up, if you want to break it up by quarter, if you want to break it up by month, right? If you wanted to break it up by month, that might be even better because then you can figure out if you are on the right track, right? And then you are going to switch your focus from your outcome-based goals and you're going to change to now creating behavior-based goals. And these are exactly how they sound, right? An outcome-based goal is focusing on the outcome, right? What is the result going to be? What does the end result look like? A lot of times we can't really control that. We can and we can move towards it. But ultimately, what we can control is our behavior. So we're changing our goals from outcome-based goals to behavior-based goals, which means that we're going to switch our goals to be more focusing on our behavior. And that way, we actually can achieve our goals day in and day out by doing the behaviors that we need to do to get to the outcome. Are you still with me? I hope so. So how are you going to do this? How are you going to take your outcome-based goal and turn it into a behavior-based goal? Well, it's really simple. What are the behaviors that need to become a part of your regular life to achieve the goal that you want to achieve? So what behaviors are going to lead you to getting where you want to get, right? 
So if we were looking at building an online business, which is obviously a goal I have been working towards, what are the things what are the things that I needed to start doing one year ago when I started in January of 2020? Well, I had to start putting out free information, right? How was I going to put out free information? I couldn't, I could just say, oh, I want to make this amount of money in the year, but I didn't do that. I broke it into goals. I said, okay, well, I've got to start consistently giving people information and helping them understand and giving them tools now to use in their life so that they can learn a little bit from me and then want to learn more from me inside my programs, right? So I had to start posting on Instagram. I had to start, I started an email list and started sending emails. I started this podcast, right? There's all kinds of things I had to do. I created the program. I continued to do research in my specific topics that I work in, like non-restrictive nutrition and creating habits and the psychology of eating and the psychology of habit creation and the psychology of human behavior so that I could understand more about it and help people understand more about that for themselves so that they can get the outcomes that they wanted, right? I had to put in place all the systems that I needed to have a successfully running business, right? So I didn't just say, I want to make this amount of money and sit on my butt and be like, okay, how am I going to do this? I, I outlined what are the behaviors I needed to do. So whatever your goal is, you can do this for any kind of goal. Break it down into the behaviors that need to become a regular part of your life so that you can achieve your goal. So let's go back to the goal of losing 30 pounds, right? What are the behaviors that your future self will already have once you've lost 30 pounds. Those habits are what you need to start focusing on and those need to start becoming your goals. So if you think about what are the habits that I would need to do that in the future I will already have, these will be a regular part of my behavior. Hmm. Okay, well, the habits that I need to do or the behaviors that I need to start implementing and learn to input into my life on a regular consistent basis is drinking enough water, including exercise and or movement in my daily life every single day, including fruit and vegetables at my meals, including protein at my meals, reducing my alcohol intake, reducing my stress. I need to change the way I think about food, right? And change some of the ways that like some of my automatic eating habits and some of my triggers and realize what are the things that are causing me to overeat or to eat when I'm not hungry. And I need to change some of those behaviors and have healthier coping mechanisms for stress and negative emotions, right? I need to prioritize sleep. So there you go. That's those are just a few, you know, but I mean, those are pretty much the basics, right? Reduce stress, get enough sleep, exercise and move on a regular basis. Eat your fruit, eat your veggies, eat your protein, eat balanced meals, reduce alcohol. That's it. So simple, right? <laughs> simple. Yes. Easy. No, but you have now taken your outcome-based goal of losing weight, and now you know what behaviors you need to start implementing, and now you have behavior-based goals. So rather than obsessing over the scale, now you have something to track daily 
so that you know you are moving in the direction of achieving what you want to achieve every single day. You can say, did I drink my water? Did I have fruits and vegetables? Did I have protein? Did I prioritize my sleep? Okay, great. I'm in the right direct, going in the right direction, right? And eventually I will be moving towards my goal. I am moving towards my goal, right? So if I had an income, let me just compare this back to the business. So if I had an income-based goal, I also would acknowledge the fact that I'm not gonna be putting money into my bank account every single day, right? Those first few months, I'm just setting everything up. I'm creating all of those systems that I talked about that I needed to create. I was posting on Instagram. I was emailing my list. I was giving out information for free. I was helping people, supporting people, uh, but I wasn't getting paid for it yet. But I had an income goal, but I wasn't moving towards my income goal. It didn't look like, right? But eventually I was setting up all those back systems and eventually the income came. It took a little bit longer, but that didn't mean that I said I was looking at my bank account and saying, this doesn't work. This shit doesn't work. I'm stopping. I'm not doing it anymore. No, because I knew that I was setting myself up to move towards where I want to go. And I say that because a lot of times with the scale, I think we're really confused about this. We think that the second we start working towards a health goal and especially a weight loss goal, that we're gonna start seeing those changes on the scale right away. But the truth is, you have to focus on your behaviors first. There's gonna be a lot of cleaning up of behaviors and changing things in the background sometimes before you even see any change on the scale because you're slowly but surely changing your habits that are moving you in the right direction. You're getting more sleep, which in turn is helping you make better food decisions throughout the day. You're changing the way you think about food. So in the beginning, you might not even really be reducing your food intake. You're just changing the way you're thinking about food and practicing these new ways of thinking about food and handling stress and all that good stuff, but it takes a while for all of these little behaviors to add up to finally get to the point where you are in a calorie deficit, which makes, or, you know, and you're adding vegetables and protein and all that stuff. So you're finally in a calorie deficit where you finally start seeing changes on the scale. So this is why it matters to focus first on those behavior-based goals. We're focusing on the behavior because we know we're moving in the right direction. And we also are acknowledging that it takes time and patience and consistency and practice and all those things that we never freaking want to do, right? I just want to wake up tomorrow and be at my goal weight. Why can't I do that? I know. I understand. Why can't we do it? If I could give you a magic pill, I would. But bitch, there ain't no magic pill. I'm sorry for calling you a bitch. I got excited there. But you know, again, if you're my people, you understand. We'll mark this episode as explicit. Actually, we should just mark mark the whole friggin' podcast as explicit because I'm not going to stop saying bitch, okay? All right, bitch? Okay, cool. Okay, so you're going to be focusing on making those habits a part of who you are. Again, just what you are, like who you are as a person. You are the type of person that drinks enough water every day. You're the type of person that loves to exercise and move and consistently exercise and moves. You're the type of person that prioritizes a minimum of eight hours of sleep. I used to say seven and I get it. Being realistic, some of us can't do eight hours all the time, but 
girl, eight hours is like, we need eight hours. Why? Why? Why do we try to torture ourselves with less sleep? Personally, I can't understand it. Unless you absolutely can't and you don't have the time, why aren't you sleeping? It is so nice to sleep. I love sleeping. It's it's just so nice. You feel so much better. Everything is so much more enjoyable. Everything is easier. If you're trying to lose weight, let me tell you something. If you have the appropriate amount of sleep, then you are optimizing your hormones. And like optimizing sounds like such a sketchy word because like so many people are talking about like optimizing stuff these days and it's scammy, but you are optimizing your hormones. And this is not scammy. This is truth. <laughs> you are to, to help you manage your weight. So you, when you get the proper amount of sleep, you are creating the appropriate amount of leptin and the appropriate amount of ghrelin. So these are the hor- hormones that control hunger. Leptin is the fullness hormone. So that's the hormone that helps you feel satisfied and full. And ghrelin is the hunger hormone. So I like to think of it like a hunger gremlin. But when you do not get enough sleep, your body produces more ghrelin. So you are actually physically hungrier and less leptin so that you are not as easily satisfied than if you get enough sleep. Like, I can't, I can't talk about sleep enough. It's just, get your sleep. Get your sleep. It's so nice. You're going to feel good. You're going to feel happier. It's just, it's incredible. So anyways, you're going to focus. Let me get back on track. You're going to focus on making those habits a part of who you are. Whatever the habits are that you need to accomplish your goal. So if it's weight loss, it's the water, it's the sleep, it's the protein, it's the fruit, it's the veggies, it's the eating balanced meals, it's the movement, right? If it's running a business, it's the posting on Instagram, it's the talking to clients, it's the all the things. There's so many things in the business I can't even get started on that. Trust me, much simpler to lose weight than it is to start a business. Goodness. Okay, and why this matters is it's going to give you daily wins. So rather than waiting for retirement, you're focusing on one day at a time, right? Rather than waiting on that 30 pounds to be off your body, you're focusing on one pound at a time. And really, even more so, you're focusing on one behavior at a time, right? Daily wins are a form of encouragement and motivation to keep you going. Everybody always wants the magic answer to motivation. Well, there is no magic answer. I know. So many people are probably like, I'm not listening to this chick anymore. You know what? I'm going to somebody who tells me what I want to hear, which is that there's quick fix. I'm going to do keto because I did it before and the pounds came off real quick. You go do keto if you want to do keto. That's fine. I told you I'm feeling sassy today. Anyways, Okay, so daily wins are a way to create motivation for yourself. If you are looking for motivation, then start focusing on your behavior-based goals versus outcome-based goals. Because when you get to check those off every day that you did what you needed to do to move towards your goals, it feels so good. Versus getting on a scale and seeing that yet again, another day has passed and there's no change on the scale. Or heaven forbid, you get on the scale and it's up a pound or five. <sighs> that is just so discouraging because you're if you're just focusing on those outcome-based goals, you now feel like you're even farther away than you were to start with. Now, side note, you aren't farther away than you were when you started because every single day that you're moving towards a goal, you're learning something new. 
again, you're changing the way that you think about food. You're changing the way that you interact with food. You're making small steps to get in the direction that you need to go to actually create weight loss, maintain weight loss, and stay where you want to stay with your body, right? But it doesn't look like it on the outside. The outcome looks like it's not, it's going in the wrong direction. And that's when we start to panic and we start to look for the next diet, right? Don't do that. Just keep going and focus on those behaviors that you know logically, you know logically that you're not drinking enough water. You know logically you're not moving very much or prioritizing movement or exercise. You know logically you eat a vegetable like once a month, right? And you know that these things are going to help you. So if you can keep your eyes on your own paper and focus on the behaviors, not the outcome, it'll be a lot easier to keep that motivation rolling. Because again, it might take a little bit of time before the scale actually starts changing. So in this process, something that I would highly, 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 highly recommend is to use a habit tracker. So what I'll do for you is I will link mine in the show notes, my habit tracker, so that you can download your very own habit tracker. Or you can use another one. I don't care. Not offended. Use whichever one you want. But a habit tracker, how that works is each week you're going to set yourself up to write down what habits you're going to be focusing on that week. Now, again, I know we're focusing on behaviors, but again, I want to make sure that you are also putting this into baby steps too. It is not realistic for yourself to start 17 new habits in one week, right? You're going to end up feeling overwhelmed. You're probably going to do really great at first, right? That first day, check all 17. Next day, all 17, still motivated. But then you're going to slowly start falling off. And eventually you're not going to do, it's going to be too much. And that one day that you have like a bad day and you fall back into all your old habits and then you're going to get discouraged and then you're going to give up all of them. So we focus on one at a time. Yeah. You know what? You can focus on a few at a time if you want to, because I know a lot of you aren't going to listen and you're going to be like, whatever, I'm going to do it my way. If that's how you are, then you can definitely focus on a few at a time, but try not to do every single one. When I was starting my business, I definitely didn't jumpstart and start day one recording a podcast, posting on Instagram, reaching out to clients, doing all the things like I didn't start with everything, started with one thing right? And I slowly worked up from there. So you use a habit tracker and you put some of those behavior-based goals on that habit tracker and you start tracking those. And you know you're moving towards your outcome-based goal, but you're not focusing on the outcome-based goal a whole, whole lot. If you really want to, then check in with your outcome-based goals like once a month, right? Being like once a month, where am I? Am I moving towards? If you really want to do it once a week, you totally can. But yeah, you can do this with any kind of goal. I will link up my habit tracker for you in the show notes so that you can use that. And yeah, that is pretty much all that I have for you today. I don't want to overcomplicate this because it doesn't have to be complex. And of course, if you do have weight loss as a goal or you do want to improve your health habits and you're not even sure where to begin, first of all, start with some of those big picture things, right? So start with some of those big picture things. And if you're not exactly sure what to do food-wise, what to eat, how to, you know, how to do the whole non-restrictive nutrition thing because, uh, gosh, goodness knows when I first started trying to eat healthy but not be on a diet, 
I had no reference for what healthy meant because I, the only time I was trying to be quote unquote healthy was when I was on a diet. So if you have no idea how to do that, then what I want you to do is to come check me out on Instagram and I can help give you more guidance there. And if you want even more support, then I do have a coaching program opening up soon. I'm not exactly sure the exact dates that I'm going to be opening the the next round of my health coaching program. I will definitely let you know, but go follow me on Instagram because that's where you will get the most up-to-date knowledge on my programs. I am not starting a program on January 1st because there are already 5 million programs that are going to be starting on January 1st, right? And my people are probably the type of people who are our diet people, right? We try diets. We like to try them. And so you might try a new diet starting January 1st. Well, guess what? If it works out for you, first of all, I will say I am so happy for you. And that's incredible. I would never ask you to stop doing something that's working really, really, really well for you. That's why people get their undies in a bundle and they're like, well, keto worked for me. And I'm like, "Okay, well, that's great. That's awesome. Then keep doing it, you know. But for the people who it didn't work for, I have something coming for you for you try your diet first in January and then around February, I think is when I'm going to be opening up new spots for next my next group coaching program. If you find that the diet didn't work and you need more support, I'll be here for you. Okay, anyways, this is probably the sassiest episode I've ever had, but I hope that the information was useful. When I started thinking about goals this way, it was such a game changer, and I feel so much more motivated to move towards my health goals and all of my goals every single day thinking about them this way. So if you enjoyed this and you enjoyed the sassiness, please leave me a rating and review. If you didn't enjoy the sassiness, then you can go ahead and just go on with your day. But if you enjoyed it, please leave me a rating or review. I appreciate it so much. I appreciate you so much. And I hope you have such a sunshiny, vibrant day. And I'll talk to you next time. Bye.